0: There's a guy on stage about two, three years ago at a Keller Williams event, and his name's Mike Hicks. He's out of Idaho Falls, Idaho. He's got a 40% market share at the time, and the population of there was like 70,000 people. Okay. I thought to myself, I did the math. Okay, 40% market share. Wow. I want to be him, right? Like, how do I do that? Yeah. So then he goes through what he does. And basically, he he had something called the promise that he has his whole team. Basically, their premise of why they're in business is the promise to their clients. And their promise is basically they're going to give them a great experience. And in return, they're going to get a referral.
1: You're listening to The Real Estate Sessions. I'm your host, Bill Risser, with Fidelity National Title, Tampa District. Thanks for tuning in as we uncover the stories of leaders in our industry. Hi, everybody. Welcome to episode 210 of the Real Estate Sessions podcast. As always, thank you for listening and thank you for telling a friend. Today, I continue my face-to-face live podcast interviews. Nothing better than actually sitting down with a guest. And this week, it's Tony Baroni of Keller Williams over in the Brandon area. Tony and his team are doing some amazing things, including expanding to Orlando and other parts of Florida. We're going to chat about that. We're also going to talk to Tony about building teams and and how those teams work. And we actually get into a script talking about how to kind of set that that expectation of excellent service and, and what is expected of the customer as well. Very interesting stuff today on episode 210. So let's get started. So, Tony, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me, Bill.
0: Appreciate it. Yeah, really excited
1: about it. It's been a long time. So, I've been here in the the peninsula, we'll call it, in, uh, in, in Pinellas County and Hillsborough County, this whole area, the giant peninsula of Florida, for about two and a half years. And I wasn't here very long before I heard your name. You're doing some wonderful things over here in Hillsborough County. We're going to talk a little bit later about some of the things you're doing outside of Hillsborough County because you're uh, you're branching out and expanding, which is great. I know from my homework that you uh, grew up in a town. I've never heard of this town before. I knew of a Paris, Texas, right? Is there a Paris, Texas? I didn't know about Paris, Illinois. So first of all, let's talk about where Paris, Illinois is. And second, I've had many, many guests from the Midwest, and there is something about a Midwest upbringing. And I'm, yeah. I just want your take
0: on that as well. Sure. Sure. Yeah. So, Paris, Illinois, uh, population, 10,000 people. I know this is not on video, but I'm going to keep my hand up, and basically, you drive around with your hand up because you know just about everybody, and it's a really cool experience from that level, Um, close-knit community, mainly a farming community. Um, So a lot of my friends grew up on a farm. I lived actually in the town, so my parents weren't farmers necessarily. Um, but just a, a really great experience growing up there. I had the opportunity to play lots of sports in a small town. I played basketball, baseball, football, soccer early on and really helped shape me who I am. And I love the, the friendliness of the small town, mid, midwestern America.
1: Yeah. I think it builds, uh, this this thing into people that you can't deny, right? It's yeah. really it's really impressive. You know, I grew up in Southern California, you know, Californians, we get this bad rap for some stuff. And right. uh, crazy Californians. But man, everyone I've met, and you know, my time in Phoenix and now my time here in Florida, there are a lot of Midwesterners who like to settle down here or over in, you know, the desert is. as well. So it's absolutely it's cool we got to talk a little sports. You mentioned you played some high school sports. Yes. I love that. So let's talk. Uh, first of all, I'm a baseball guy, right? Yeah. I, it's my favorite sport. In fact, we're recording this the day before, I think, one of the most interesting World Series coming in a long time. Yeah. Right? The amazing Astros, who by all rights should win easily, but mm-hmm. the Nats just have this cool thing. They have the momentum, right? The whole baby shark thing. I'm in. Yeah. I like, you know, yeah. uh, whatever. Um, But but so I looked on the map at Paris, Illinois, and it, I swear it's like equidistant from Chicago and St. Louis. And being a baseball fan, I know there is no love lost between Cardinal fans and
0: Cubs fans. Where do you fall in that divide? <laughs> well, there is a dark side. Oh, okay? oh. There's a dark side and there there's the way to go. Okay. The, so the, so the obviously you're be.
1: going the way to go, the place to the be, place and that is be. the?
0: It's the Cardinals. Wow. 100%. That's if awesome. you didn't know that, Bill, I wanted to teach you that today. It's the Cardinals, you know, the Cubs, I just feel sorry for them, to
1: be honest. <laughs> so, all right. So now I have to ask a couple questions. First of all, like 11 championships, Cardinals are like just... The Yankees have this weird thing way up there, but the Cardinals are like number yeah. two. They're an amazing they operation. And, and when I worked in Major League Baseball for the Padres, the Cardinals operation was first class. Like on trips I made into St. Louis and stuff, they were just the best. So, sure. Uh, it's funny. You know, I always keep thinking the Cubs will come up, but you said Cardinals. So... Were you a little bit happy when the Cubs finally got a taste? You know, of what, just a little bit.
0: I grew up with uh, WGN. So, yeah. you know, we had every Cubs game. Right. I'm a huge baseball fan. Okay. I'm a baseball coach now. I coach two baseball teams nice. um, for my, my uh, eight-year-old son. I'm a big baseball guy. And, you know, I was happy for the Cubs, to be honest. Yeah. Um, it's hard to say that as a Cardinals fan, but I really was happy when they won the World Series. And I said when Madden went there, I said, it's going to happen.
1: And Theo Epstein, on top of that, who you yeah. know I knew from the Padres. Sure, He, he, he talk about somebody who's going to go in the Hall of Fame as an executive. He gets the Red Sox off the schneid, yeah,
0: and then does the impossible with yeah. the Cubs. Yeah, so yeah. So as as a baseball fan, it it was exciting to watch. Ozzie Smith's my favorite player. The Wiz. They stole him from San Diego, you know. (laughs) I know. So that's, I I don't, you have to bring that up. That's a real sore spot for me. Yeah. You know, Gary Templeton flipped people off. Ozzie Smith just was, you know, Hall of Fame. Yep. (laughs) Hall of Fame. Yeah. So quick story on that. Uh, You know, I think I was in junior high. It might've been high school, uh, but we got a play at Bush Stadium. Nice. Which was like, at that point in my life was my lifelong dream. Absolutely. So I, uh, I get a single. Right. Yeah. And I'm at first and at, at the time I was fast. And I no longer am, Bill. OK, you know, it's hard to no imagine problem. looking at me. No but, problem. But uh, at first base, I'm like, I, I'm not. I had a goal to steal a base at Bush Stadium. This is prior to the game. Okay, I want to steal a base. I want to score a run. Big lead off first uh, on first. And I just take off. Go to second. Our head coach is at third base. I mean, I thought he was actually going to just Fall over and die. He was so mad at me.
1: First, for, for oh, yeah. even yeah. going without it, you you no. were on your own. He didn't call it at all. He didn't. I was just like, I'm going. And you didn't have the green light, like all the no time. green light. Okay, gotcha. So
0: that's when I realized I'm going to be a realtor because I don't follow <laughs> rules. You know, I'm just going to do my thing. That's awesome. So I'm I'm on second, and I'm like, if they hit it to the outfield, I'm scoring. But it goes between third and shortstop. Sure, a five little, five. Little dribbler, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Barely gets to left field, okay. and I just turn out a big lead. I turn in and I get in like the rundown of my life. Oh no. And I'm going back and forth back. It seemed like forever, but it was probably a minute and they overthrow third and I score and I'm like, Okay. My Mission life's completion I scored at Bush stadium yeah. and I'm a Cardinals fan. This is the best thing ever. And the bad part is I don't think I ever played again because my coach was so <laughs> mad at me still. And he definitely <laughs> never forgot that. So
1: yeah. So your starting uh, days were over. And it, it didn't help
0: it. my baseball career. Let's put it that <laughs> way. I love it. After high school, I,
1: I see that you head off to Illinois state, right? Yes. Which, um, you know, in, in the, in, in Illinois proper, there's Illinois, the Fighting Illini, and they're yes. like the big school, right? Yep, they're the big one. They are Illinois State's another state school like yep. Illinois, but Correct. it's um, is it on a different? It's on a different level sports wise. It is. It's in a different conferences. It well. is. Yeah. So talk about um, your days in in college. What were you there for? I'm just going to assume real estate was not even a blip on
0: the radar. Not even. Okay. Yeah. No. Let's talk about those college. Didn't know anything about that whatsoever. Well, basically, you know, my my deal was I wanted to go to a bigger school, so I had some scholarships for football. Believe it or not, really. In smaller, really small schools, Division three type Mm -hmm. schools, and at that point, I had so many injuries, and I knew I wasn't going pro based on, you know, my abilities and. So, I thought, well, I'm just going to go to a big school. So, I kind of toyed with this. Um, my dad was from San Francisco, California. My mom was from Paris, Illinois. And my dad was always like, you need to go to a city. You need to go to a big town. And my mom's like, we're never going to lock our doors. You know, That's kind of my upbringing, <laughs> right?
1: No, that's great.
0: So, it was interesting. So, I wanted to go um, to a bigger school. And uh, I had more friends going to Illinois State than, than some others. Okay. And it was a couple hours from my hometown. So that's pretty much perfect, why I decided. Perfect distance, right? Yeah. Still I, come
1: home and do laundry if you had to. Yeah. But
0: <laughs> yeah and I yeah. visited there um, my senior year a couple times and okay. said, yeah, yeah, I think this this will be a good spot for me. So that's what I did. And so they're the Redbirds, right? Redbirds. And yep. what What was your uh, major? Uh, my major was sociology. Okay. And a uh, minor in psychology. Actually excellent for a realtor in <laughs> hindsight, right? In hindsight, There's yes. There's nothing wrong with those two for real estate. Yeah. So
1: but what do you do right out of school? What was well, your right first out job? of school,
0: you know, I thought, hey, I'm going to I had the school. I'd said in uh, junior high that I was moving to Florida, to Tampa. And you knew that already? Yes. Now, how, why Tampa? Well, I had a sister that lived in Tampa. Okay, so you've been here before. So I would visited got, once or twice you. a year and said, hey, that's going to be my gig. I'm, I'm going to Tampa. To look for a job? To look for a job. Well, funny story, my uh, brother-in-law, he had a mortgage company. And this is like April. I think I was graduating in May. Okay. And they call me and they say, hey, great news. We just sold our company and we did really well with it. And I said, well, that's great. Well, what about my job? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: what, what time I, was, frame? I thought what I was going to be a
0: mortgage guy. What year is this? This is 2001. Oh, boy. Yeah. Great time to be a lender. Yeah. Or a realtor. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, he sold pretty good timing on his part. But yeah. really, that was my plan. And I had done an internship through them and, um, long story short, you know, I was like, well, what am I going to do now? Right. So then I thought, well, I have a sociology degree. Everyone's going to want me, Bill. I mean, <laughs> everyone's going to want to hire me Absolutely. because I'm going to change the world right. through my sociology degree. And ultimately, uh, not a lot of people wanted me. <laughs>
1: right. You have, you have children, right? I do. Yeah. So were you going to have that conversation with them when they're
0: 14, 15? Yes. Okay, good. Just We checking. definitely will. Okay, good. Definitely will. Yeah. <laughs> But if they really love it, it's okay. Yeah. Okay. Good. <laughs> but, but you know, we—I was the first, uh, the first of my family to graduate from a four-year degree. Okay. So when I moved here, I had um, a lot of excitement around starting a new life in Florida, oh. escaping the the blizzards for you know the sunshine. Yeah. And but it was tough getting a job initially. Okay. So wh- where where do you end up? So my very first job, I was assistant manager at a shoe store. Called athlete's foot. Oh yeah, okay.
1: know it well. Yeah, yeah. It was, uh, that 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 wouldn't be where you wore the referees' uniforms, was it?
0: That was the other no. one. That was that was, was, that was
1: Okay, gotcha. Yeah, the competitor. Okay, yes, good, the good, competitor.
0: Yeah. So a guy. Actually, funny you said it about Midwest. I mean, he hired me because I was from the Midwest. You knew, and it. and he made me. You know, I was assistant manager. I had never been in sales. As, official sales, sure. although I was when I look in hindsight. So I did that. And uh, I was there three or four months. We got robbed like three or four times in the three or four months I was there. Wow. <laughs> and wow. then, you know, we had 9-11. Um, oh, happened. yeah. So you're right in that time frame. Yep. Wow. And that was down by McDill Air Force Base, sure. too. So I remember, okay. you know, driving in that day. And so I, I met this guy. And it's so funny you asked It's kind of how you've set all this up because I meet this guy at a wedding. All right. And his name was John and John, um, you know, kind of took the Cubs Cardinals thing a little too far. He was from Chicago. We're at this table. I'd never met him before. And essentially, he's like, Tony, um, by the end of the night, he was berating me for being a Cardinals fan. Okay, And, you know, so I, I, I thought later, I mean, I'm no joke. I told my girlfriend at the time, I'm like, this guy is just very annoying. I can't believe he's taken it this far. Right. Right next day I get a call and he's like, Hey, it's John. And I'm like, John who? He's like, John from the wedding last night. (laughs) He forgot already. And I'm like, the Cubs fan. He's like, yeah. He's like, yeah, Tony. Uh, So, Hey, I want you to come in and talk about this opportunity uh, to be a a logistics consultant. And uh, so I said, well, what's a logistics consultant? He's like, come in and I'll tell you more about it. And so I ended up uh, going to work for John, the Cubs fan, for about four years prior to real estate. When you say logistics, what was the company doing? So basically what we did, we, we moved automotive parts throughout America. And uh, I would get a project and we would be the end deliverer would be basically the end result would be Ford, Mercedes-Benz, all the major companies. So we supplied airbags. My projects were... Brake lines and airbags throughout North America. And they would hire our company to save them a million dollars minimum per year in logistics costs. So wow. we would take their... Almost supply chain stuff kind of? Yes, Really, exactly. just right yeah. down that
1: path, right? Yes. Okay. So
0: we yeah. were like the end all from A to Z. They would hire us. We'd figure out everything for them. And uh, we'd save them millions of dollars in logistics costs. Wow. So I did that for four years.
1: So let's see. Psychology sociology background. Now you're learning how to look at something and analyze it and figure out how to do it better. This is really setting up, you know, for you to become a realtor. So let's yeah. talk how yeah. does real estate enter the picture?
0: Yeah, so in 2004, we went to purchase, we were looking to to purchase our first home and I fell in love with the process and mm-hmm. we bought a foreclosure. And really had a, a realtor we were not thrilled with, but okay. she was just newer. She mm-hmm. she just didn't have the knowledge, and we just said, "Hey, I think I can do this. I think real estate would be easy." is what I thought. <laughs> I literally thought that.
1: You mean part time and make a lot of money? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Good. I've heard that before.
0: I'll just open yeah. doors, get In. checks, okay. go to the bank. Sweet. And wow, was I wrong? Yeah, I was so wrong on that. Right. Um. But we bought our first house. I was bartending two, three nights a week. That's a whole nother story. I was doing loans at that time. So I got my mortgage license about a year prior to going into real estate. So I was doing that part-time. And then working at my consultant job for about 60 hours a week. And we were just... My wife was getting her master's at Florida State. We were super focused on that. Uh, I paid for my own school. So I had a lot of of debt. Mm -hmm. Luckily, she did not. And we were just... Once we bought a house, we're like, this is it. So I came back... We closed on our house, got married, went straight into real estate. Who'd you start with? Where were you at first? A company called People's Choice Realty. Okay. So a local indie. Yeah. Right. Uh Which is kind of
1: unique, right? So a good broker there that helped a little bit? A mentorship, good training?
0: It was a 100% company. Okay. Um, You know, you really had like a, maybe, I think it was a week training to begin with. After that, it was very little to no training, to be honest. And I didn't know any different, so I didn't really really care. I just was working with friends that I knew and yeah. helping them buy a house and we we're doing their loan. And that's kind of what we did.
1: Well, we're sitting here at a Keller Williams operation at Brandon. Keller Williams is a prominent player, I would say, yeah. in uh, in the Tampa, uh,
0: St. Pete area yeah. of uh, Florida. So how does Keller Williams enter the picture for you? It's hard to kind of sum it up, but essentially you had two partners. We had a team um, with with that company. Mm-hmm. They're investing some real estate and the market turned. So essentially, they had to to get out of the business. I find out um, with all within, it, it seemed like overnight, but it, it was maybe within 30 days, like they were getting out of the business. It was very complicated because everything was really in their name. So essentially, they're like, you know, you need to probably go get a, another job. And I'm like, well, I'm not leaving real estate. My wife basically is like, what What are we going to do now? Lost a lot of money through sure. that process sure. with that business. And uh, I applied in a newspaper ad for a real estate assistant because my wife told me I had to get a real job. And I said, well, what do you mean by that? She's like, well, you need a job with a salary that, you know, not 100 percent commission because you just lost our whole life savings, Tony. And by the way, we just are newlyweds. And by the way, you need to just figure it out. I said, well, what do you think I should do? So you, you should be a banker. I said, a banker. Why would I be a banker? She's like, I don't know. You need to figure it out. Essentially, I uh, applied for this real estate assistant, and he hired me. But he said, you know, Tony, I really think your strong suit is going to be sales. So he, we worked out a, uh, a deal where he paid me a salary okay. to be on his team, just in the interim um, to get started. Nice, And he's Keller Williams. This he is. still is. Yeah. He's still here. Still your same still, office, still a still mentor office. of mine. That's still awesome. mentor of mine.
1: That's great. How long does it take you to, from this, your first introduction to the Keller Williams world, which is all about training and all about systems and all about, I mean, Gary's vision. There's a whole sure. lot going on here, right? There is that you were completely supportive of mm-hmm. because you're still here. Yeah. We're talking 2007, twelve years later, yeah. right? Completely invested into this company. So, what, what? Talk about how long it took you for you to then go. You know what? I'm. I see what this guy's doing. My mentor's doing.
0: I want to do the same thing. Yeah, I mean, I got I got here, and my mind was literally blown because I was using my Bob Hogue School of Real Estate book, sure. trying to answer my clients' questions okay. the first year, year and a half. I was not calling my broker. You know, I, I was. That's all I knew. So, I, I did a class called... At the time, it was called 443, which was four listings, four sales, and three months was the premise of this class. Okay. And I learned a lot of the business. Then I had the top buyer's agent in Hillsborough County was working with us on that team. Okay. And she had been for years. And then my mentor, which was the top listing agent in in Hillsborough County and this area for years too. So, you know, I really kind of walked into an awesome experience and great opportunity and became within, I don't know, the first six months, his listing agent, he was going off to do some other things. Okay. And um, basically really was just fortunate to have awesome mentors.
1: So 2007, within a year, you're really, you're a cog on this team. Yeah. Right. So somewhere down the road, how far is it down there where you have to have that tough conversation with him? Because it, it had to be a conversation where you said, hey, thanks for everything, but I, I really want to do my own thing now. When, when was that?
0: Yeah. You know, so I, I always talk about this uh, because, you know, my goal for my team currently is to, to have such an opportunity that no one would ever want to leave it. Right. And I think... You know, in 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 their defense, back then I don't know if that was the thought process. I I don't know if people knew that quite yet. And my other mentor retired, and then I had brought about thirty two. I was I did forty four transactions that year. I I cultivated thirty two, and I was okay. pretty pretty good at prospecting and networking and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. So. It got to the point where it didn't make a lot of sense um, from my end, and yet the opportunity—I was kind of where I was, and I wanted to be able to to continue to grow. So we did have a conversation, and you know, he wished me well. And like if I saw him right now, we'd we'd hug. And yeah. he's a fantastic guy, and I would not be where I am without a guy named Larry Barto and a lady named Debbie Romero, and they're fantastic people. One day you'll do the same for some people, right? Oh, I'm
1: doing. You're doing I it now, have right? Such a thing that it's it exists in this world like almost no other. Is yeah. does that make sense? I it mean, does because you're you're com- look you're competitive with every other brand, of course. But there's competition within these walls of some le- at some level. Yeah. Yet cooperation that's just amazing.
0: It really is. Well, it's, it goes back to the sports analogy. I mean, look at the lineage of coaching, and yep. I mean it's crazy yep. how other coaches create. You know, head coaches create like had thirty other amazing Those head coaches coaching leagues, trees right. That it's just crazy. Kind of exist. Yeah, and, and real estate's very and similar. All,
1: now they're coming in, and you know, oh, of course, Saban's beating all his guys, so it doesn't matter. They right? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> never come back and yep. beat, beat him. But yep. others are creating their own competition. It's you know? interesting, that's but awesome. you
0: know, that in Keller Williams Realty, I mean, yeah. I, I think we've we a lot of people. If you don't know, I mean, the culture is special. It really right. is. that's why I'm here. Twelve years later, right, right. Let's talk about your team. Let's get into more specifics sure. about today.
1: So what does your team look like today? Kind of the admin count, the agent count, how you break it down. Sure. I had a chance to kind of tour your office. Yeah. And you know, you even introduced me to a very special
0: room. I want to talk about that yeah. too. So yeah, that'd be ahead. great. Okay. Yeah. So our team is is made up of we have five salespeople. We have about we have about fifteen total people. Okay. okay. Um we have three admin. One is a listing manager. One is listing closing coordinator. One is buyer closing coordinator. Awesome. Okay. Okay. All full time. And yeah, I always walk down the hall yeah. <laughs> when I'm going through the, we have a director of operations, which is actually, uh, her name's Kelly and she happens to be my wife that I recruited about three or four years ago nice. to help me out. Nice. And she's a social worker by, by trade. Okay. Um, and then Once
1: again, another great skill. Oh my gosh. What a yeah, team. To she's <laughs> actually
0: an amazing recruiter for us. Wow. And Beautiful. that's why we've gotten to 15 people because she, she does the resumes, the screenings, awesome, you know, finding the right fit for okay. our team. Um, we have a lead buyer specialist, two buyer specialists, a listing specialist director of lead generation inside salesperson um we have a part time s e o guy a part time video guy part time stager that's in house on our team it's wow pretty unique that's um, awesome and we we re- we did have a in house um photographer videographer and and now we 're kind of I'm testing waters with another one at the moment, okay. so they're they're contractual at this point.
1: So you said uh, inside sales agent. Yeah. Yeah. You got somebody t- that actually, full-time, yeah. really works on leads that are coming into the, the operation, trying to figure out where these people are in the process. Yes. Probably one of the toughest things in the world of real estate, in my opinion. Yeah. Would you
0: agree with that? Oh, I, I can completely agree. Yeah. I've, I sat on the sidelines for the first couple of years, just seeing how this would play out because essentially I was the inside salesperson, right. You know, for 12 years right, on my team. So let's, let's talk about lead generation,
1: right? We'll start with like your tech stack, if you don't mind talking about it, like what, mm-hmm. what are the tools you're using sure. um, for CRM? And this is in full, we're going to talk about command in yeah. next, but yeah. let's, let's start with what up to this point, what's been your process? And then, as part of that answer, you know, what is it? What is the breakdown of your business look like? Yeah, how much of it is coming from? And I'm sure you know the numbers. Mm-hmm. I'm just guessing. Yeah, we okay. do. Yeah. So, how much of it comes from new business versus really taking care of your customers?
0: Yeah, great question. So, you know, systems we use uh, seize the market out of Jacksonville. We we're their first client. They're really, really good at lead integration. If someone's looking for that specifically, um, where leads come in and they drop right in. Um, also, they do a lot of other robust things, like most CRMs do. We've been with them six, seven years. Okay. Um, and um, we're tra- going to transition to command mm-hmm. at some point as the plan. And we need to make sure that everything's uh, you know, working. I think command's working pretty well for solo agents already at the moment. Mm-hmm. It's the, the team part is is very sophisticated. So the idea is team, there's a team with Keller Williams. It's like 80 people on the team. So if you build it for him, okay, you'd be able to build it for pretty much anyone else. Right. And are uh, you having direct conversations with developers? i am been a Which part of their labs do? process um, quite a bit flew That's out cool. to austin several times nice. to, to be Good. a part of that so it's pretty cool to be built up built by agents it's yeah a pretty unique concept and when i say that probably message uh not probably i do josh team is the president of Kellerman i could message him and say hey i'm finding this as an issue for command i mean they put in a an order and it's a matter of how many hours does it take for them to, to get it fixed. So, right. But it's a collaborative effort, which means it's also very frustrating for certain people. Right. But if you want to build it, you got to build it the way the agents want instead of a bunch of, technologists that don't never done real estate, right? I couldn't agree more. So I think the end game is going to be really, really impressive. How about, um, your
1: up happens to them through the CRM that they take care of all your client customer management and all those touches and all that stuff to keep these people important in your life. Right.
0: Very much. So we're, we're, we're considering changing the entire name of the department to concierge service because ours is very inbound, you know, which is purposeful. And we, we really want the, you know, speed to the lead. They call in. We answer the phone. We, if they're a seller, we're doing a seller questionnaire. If they're a buyer, we're trying to find out the bare minimum what they're looking for, mm-hmm. and then we're off doing offers or building relationships with them to hopefully use us versus someone else. If they want to go see a house, boom, we can do it immediately. Right. You know, so it's it's really speed to the lead, taking care of the clients. Um, we do a seller questionnaire, just as example on the list side. Two page seller questionnaire, appointment scheduled, handwritten note, follow up um, confirming the appointment. Yeah, and then so we've done four touches before you even met them at the house. You very, know, very uh,
1: systematized very touches, much. which is critical, right? I'm it sure is. Sure, you share that story with agents that ask you, "How are you doing? What you're doing?" And it's all about the systems. It is so. absolutely.
0: What's the What's the breakdown of new business versus referral? Well, let's start with sources because then I'll sure. mm-hmm. kind of think through it. But um, sources, we're about 41% internet. Okay. Okay. Um, with the big portion of that being online reviews for us. So we have a, over 1,100 five-star reviews, something we're really, really proud of, and we're also very focused on. So when you say internet, you're saying inbound. I mean,
1: it's these are people who are finding you and then reaching out to you. not not, not, not paying for these.
0: Correct. Now yeah. we we've, we've done paid advertising, sure. Um, sure. but right now it's probably the the least it's ever been. Wow! That's since great. I've had my team, awesome. Just because it's you know cost of leads went up to really a, a price where it just doesn't make a lot of sense. Right. Good. In my opinion. Okay. For
1: us. And then you're so that, that is the balance of that. What is what's the other sources? You have forty one percent internet
0: year to date. It's actually agent referrals is number two. Really? Yeah. Wow. And then number three is past client sphere of influence. Okay. And I have them broke out separately, but networking is number four for us. Awesome, which could easily be lumped in that other category. Sure, sure. But we're very relationship based.
1: Wow, that's I. You know, I love hearing agent referrals is number two. I mean, that's that's a there's a there's a definite concerted effort effort you've put into building that. That's not doesn't happen just because oh there's this guy named
0: Tony in Tampa. Very much, and and it's interesting because a lot of agents actually find us through online reviews that are not non KW, you know, right. if they have an agent or they have a client moving to Tampa, one thing we specialize is relocation. So, you know, we have all that set up yeah. and if they're moving here, we'd love, love to help them. I and we have that. them all set up to do so.
1: You mentioned the, uh, over 1100 five-star reviews yeah. online. And, and I, I, I love the stuff that I saw, the videos that you're doing, all the all the customer experience, how much you talk about customer experience. And look, to be really honest between you and me and the listeners, sure, it's easy to say customer experience matters to yeah. us. It's it's it can be incredibly difficult to implement across a team of fifteen people. Yeah. Or in your case, as you're expanding yeah. to other parts of the state Correct. and who knows where, yeah, you've got to maintain
0: that level of commitment. Right, Can yeah you, how tough is that well you you've nailed it on the head i mean as as I've been less in production, mm-hmm. you know, so I'll kind of if it's okay, I'll go back sure, to just absolutely. kind of what what we did sure. um so there, there's a guy on stage about two three years ago to Keller Williams event, and his name's Mike Hicks. he's okay. out of Idaho Falls, Idaho. He's got a forty percent market share at the time, and the population of there was like seventy thousand people, okay. I thought to myself, I did the math, okay, forty percent market share. Wow, I wanna be him, right? Like oh, how do I do that? Yeah. So then he goes through what he does, and basically he he had something called the promise that he has his whole team basically their premise of why they're in business is the promise to their clients. And their promise is basically they're gonna give them a great experience and in return they're gonna get a referral from the client. So I thought to myself, like, wow, that's what we do. The only difference is we ask for online review. And so then I thought, well, okay, what if we do both? So... Basically, long story short, I, I got Mike's permission to because we were gonna rebrand it and call it something different, but mm-hmm. we love the word "the promise" yeah. because Great it word. just was part of our culture of what we did already. Mm-hmm. So I got permission to do so, and I said, well, "Here's the difference: so we're we're gonna add, we're gonna add the online review portion to it, and then have our own spin to it." I said, "Well, yeah, that's why I sat it on stage, Keller Williams culture. You yeah. Do what you want." Yeah. So I said, "Awesome." So I came back. This was January. January 2018 we said we're going to implement this. So we started doing tons of marketing around the promise and um you want to role play it real quick? Yeah, let's do it. Go ahead. Okay, awesome. So Bill, thanks for having me out today. I really appreciate it.
1: Yeah, you know, just looking for some ideas on this property.
0: Yeah, awesome. So um tell me what how can I make this a big win for you?
1: Well, I I'd, I'd really just like to get, you know, we're looking to clear 150,000.
0: Okay. Great. Okay. Awesome. I'd love to do that for you as well. So we have this thing um, called The Promise. Were you able to review that in our pre-listing packet or not? I, I
1: did see that. It was okay. very interesting. Yeah. Great.
0: You're the one person that actually read well, that. You well, know, you. Like you know, I like
1: reading stuff. I got the little <laughs> engineer background in
0: me. <laughs> That's great. So so um, I'm just going to go through a little bit sure. about what I feel like it means. Is okay. that okay? Sure. Okay. So The Promise uh, to me is that we're going to give you the best real estate experience you could ever imagine receiving, Bill. Okay. It's really important that we do that. So our whole team sort of be behind that. And if we're able to do that, would you be a thrilled client at the end of this? Yeah, of course. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Great. So that's our goal to deliver the promise to you. So we do ask for two things in return, if that's okay. Fair. Okay. So I'm not going to expect you to agree to them without me going through those. So the first thing we ask for is at the end of this, we want to get feedback from you. We wouldn't know how we did unless you gave us the feedback. How we get feedback is via online reviews. Okay, so at the end of this, we want reviews on seven key websites in order to figure out if we deliver the promise to you. Would that be okay? Do I have to log into them? Yeah, some of some you will have to log in. Okay. Um, and it takes a, less than a minute to okay. do all so. Okay, all right, good. I can so, do but at the end of this, we, we'd really appreciate that because that's how other people will find us. If I remember right, Bill, you found us online too, didn't right. you? Right, yeah, I did. Okay. okay, so you know how important that sure. is. Yep. So it's truly the best gift you can give us. Okay. Okay, all so right. if you'll do that, that would be great. Cool, I'm in on that. Okay. The second thing is sometime between today and closing, I want to compel you that you're having such an awesome experience that you want to share the experience with someone else. And also, Bill, we, we understand people, are, people that are awesome, know other people that are awesome. And we'd love to work with awesome people. So if you run into someone between now and closing, we'd love to get their name, number, and permission to call them.
1: Okay. Sure. Yeah. If you're delivering what you're telling me to deliver, I'd be happy to do
0: that. None of this happens without us delivering yeah, on our end. I'm in. Okay. So that's the second thing we ask for. And then is it okay if, if I tell you what the promise is not? Uh, Sure. Okay. So the, the promise is not that everything will go exactly always as planned. In fact, there's things called human beings in the process and they will, things will go sideways at times, at times. Yeah. And we're going to be here to help you get through all that. And that's, why people need a realtor is some of these things that we're going to actually be able to have the solutions to what the issues become, but we'll get through it together and we're going to hold your hand through the process. So where do I sign? Okay, perfect. (laughs) Let me show you some marketing. So then we'll typically say that at the beginning and then we're going to go into marketing Yeah, and then um, we're going to set those expectations right from the beginning. Yeah.
1: I'm such a big fan of, in fact, even the, the words you're using, Right. Um, you might say home sold, but it's instantly followed by families sure. served or families helped. Yeah, and I think that's a big key. Uh, for, it is for anyone listening. Well, I get
0: right? I get fired. I'm very passionate about what I do. And yeah, that's awesome. In yeah, our team, like we are changing lives. Really, I mean, we're creating wealth through real estate. Is yeah. really what we do. Sure. And I, I I think at times we all forget that because yeah. we're we've done it so many times, or you know, we got to really think of these people are buying a dream home. Okay, or yeah. they're selling, or, or life happens, and they're moving across the country. Right, whatever the case may be, it's just it's really important to keep light of how important what we do is, yeah. and and also be passionate about it. Right.
1: Let me. I'm watching the clock. We're a little long. It's, I, it's your time, but sure. I, I want to. Um, let's let me get from you your take on what's happening today. I'm going to throw out a couple things. I mean, we got mm-hmm. iBuyers. buyers. We yep. got open door and offer pad. And sure. They're here in this market. Yep. Um, we also have. Instant offers from Zillow and mm-hmm. Keller Williams mm-hmm. and Realty sure. and Remax is coming with them and yeah. Exp yep. and 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 then also so let's talk about that a little bit. Where your what's your take on that? I th- you know is
0: it a big problem as an Armageddon or is it an opportunity? <laughs> I think everything's an opportunity. Good. Um, you know, essentially, the stats I hear are five to ten percent of people may end up want that route. Yeah.
1: Somewhere down the road, it'll yeah. settle in at that number, right? Yeah. I think, the same of, thing.
0: I think of Uber Eats, you know, I mean, it's double, triple the cost, yet people don't want to get in their car and drive to the restaurant to get their food or right. eat there. So there's a need for it. Um, it's it's generally going to be much more costly to do that. But some people, it may make sense. And right. I'm okay with that. Um, in In fact, I bought a house last year myself just from, you know, a seller with they want it out. And really, they, they, it made a lot of sense for both of us. So, yeah. you know, I, I I would say that it fulfills the opportunities for sellers in certain ways. And there's a, there's room in our market for it.
1: Right. I, I think there's always been room in the market for it. Yeah. There's always been sellers that sold at a discount. Sure. Now it's just being institutionalized. It's now much easier I to agree. do. Yeah. And, you know, and some people will, will take less, Money for yeah. certainty and convenience. Yeah, yeah, they will. Good, good. Yeah. They will. They so will. I think I think that the more we talk about this and the more it's out there, I think it's... There was this huge, you know, oh my gosh, the world's ending yeah. a couple of years <laughs> ago when it started. And I was in Phoenix, so it's been around there well, for year. Well, yeah, I mean, you're, you're
0: like probably much zero. more experienced here. You know, it's been around for probably a year and... I think, I think it comes down to... This is just my opinion. I think it's education. Yeah. You know, yeah. like sellers, I would just hate the sellers if they don't get a second opinion. So, you know, talk to a realtor one way or another. Yeah. If you're, you're going to go the I buyer route, I would just say if I'm going to price something less, not 20 or 30% less, 5% less in the market... I'm going to be able to create multi offers. I'm going to be able to pick the closing date. Absolutely. I can get you a cash offer, yeah. and and then you have real estate teams like ourselves that you know we'll we'll just buy it if if you want to sell it for twenty or thirty percent less, we'll buy it.
1: Right. Absolutely. Right? You have the wherewithal, or you have the people right behind you that are ready to sure. jump in and take that stuff. That's absolutely. Great, Tony, I had you way over time, but I'm going to ask you the same question I've asked every guest on the podcast, and that's if you could give one piece of advice to a new agent, what would it be?
0: Great question. Oh wow. It's hard to say one. I'll, I'll let you have two. Oh, okay. two. No more I, than two. Okay. okay. Two. So one, I would say you need a mentor or a coach or accountability partner um, right. that will hold you accountable to do what you need to do. And then I'm going to get little big picture on you okay. um, for the number two would be, you really need to know why you're on earth. Like, why are you here? Like. I think people try to come up with their business plan, personal goals, yet they don't know why they operate the way they do. They don't know why they get up every day. So I, I would start, because this, this this business will kick you in the teeth, mm-hmm. It's the bottom line. Mm-hmm. And it becomes about resilience and getting back up, overcoming challenges. And I think if you know what your big why or your goal is or why you're here it really drives everything you do, and it would make you not only a better realtor, just a better person. So I think spending some time on that is critical for, for people. And I think people miss that. If someone wants to reach out to you, what's the best way for them to do that? Yeah, so uh, our website's TonyBaroni.com. It's with a Y, not an I. T-O-N-Y, V <laughs> as in boy, A-R-O-N-I.com. Um, our office number is 813-661-2475. Social media, Facebook, Instagram, Tony Baroni or Tony Baroni Team um, for all of those. Tony, I can't thank you enough
1: for your time today. It was really a lot of fun. Now, I will say this. You have eleven world championships, so yeah. I, I don't feel super bad for you this year that the, the Cardinals were out, outed a little early. But, ouch, ouch! All right, but yeah, uh,
0: that one, that one tickled.
1: But I, I think uh, once again, thanks for being so open and sharing so much about yeah. what you're doing.
0: Thanks for having me, Bill. Appreciate it. Congratulations on you all your awards. <laughs>